guys and gals, welcome to the Oxford Holy Club, a place where we ready ourselves to give an answer for the hope that's in us. We will also try to answer your questions, random questions from the interwebs, and have some fun too. So put some seatbelts on your ears because we're in for a wild ride. Well, hello, Oxford Holy Club. I am your host, Brad Silliker. I am your other host, Lucas Gandy. And I'm your other, other host, Andrew Beckwith. <laughs> and we're missing our other, other, other host. Hold on. Other, other, other host, Matt Barber. Huh. Hey, Kelsey, welcome to the show. Glad you're here. Glad you're feeling better. Uh, Matt's been having some technical difficulties this evening. And uh, right up until the point where we were going live, he just went to restart his computer, but he will be back and momentarily. And also he said it's modem. <laughs> well, we shall see. It was a, it was a little bit, it was a little controversial. Is contested. Yeah. You know what, though? That's okay, because it gives us an opportunity uh, to talk about a few things. First off, let's just get it right out of the way. Ladies and gentlemen, if you want to find out more about the podcast, if you want to find us on the social medias, if you want to purchase any merchandise, send us some questions, comments, queries, and concerns, you can go over to, tell them, Andrew. OxfordHolyClub.com. Where's that, Lucas? I didn't hear him. I believe it's OxfordHolyClub.com. That's right, OxfordHolyClub.com for all your Oxford Holy Club needs. <clears throat> In fact, tonight, Andrew, could you give us a little <laughs> turn on the catwalk? You do, could you do that little thing on the catwalk? On the catwalk, <sighs> Andrew. On the catwalk. Oh, what? Okay, that was that reveal was uh, something else. <laughs> too aggressive. <laughs> too a little. Sorry, sorry. Could, could you stand up and take a step or two back so we can see it, what it looks like on you, as opposed to just straight up just, in the camera? Just the logo close up. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Matt has. We're here, saying, there. Uh, there it is. Oh, that looks good. Okay. Oh, <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Really appreciate that. Let's see, Matt. All right. How you doing? Here you go. Okay, we're gonna, okay this is <laughs> oh, not. No. This is not good. Talking? Matt, are you there? Oh yeah, here we go. <laughs> is it working? Hey, it's working. All right. <laughs> oh wow! Can I see your shirt? No, I missed it. <laughs> Let me see it. Let me see it. I'm not standing up again. I want to see it. I missed that. Come on. <laughs> Do it. Catch oh, it yeah. at OxfordHolyClub.com. Yeah, you cool. Need to it's it. positioned right over your belly button. Work it just like you did, like you did a minute ago. There was no. his hips unlocked, oh, and all man. of a sudden he moved around, and it was something else. Uh, yeah. Krista, welcome to the show. Tiffany, good to see you. And to all the others that are watching right now, already up to 11 people watching right off the bat. That's impressive and scary all at the same time. Lordy, lordy. Well, listen, ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's not let's not waste any more time because it is time for... Pounds or Peppers. Okay. <laughs> so we've, we delayed it a week. We said we weren't going to delay it, and then we delayed it a week. But everybody's back from their super special precious vacations, <laughs> and uh, we have all weighed in, and have- somebody is eating a pepper tonight. But before we get to that, we decided we're going to change the rules up a little bit for pounds and peppers. So right now, if you're new to pounds or peppers – Basically, once a month, we weigh in, and whoever has lost the least amount and or gained the most, which seems to be what it is most weeks, uh, (laughs) uh, they have to eat a habanero pepper on air. And it's been interesting. 
so mm-hmm. far. Lucas has ate one. That wasn't that funny. That was not funny. It wasn't it. funny at all. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I wish I wasn't so tough. <laughs> and it, it began a whole thing, right? What was it? What was the hashtag? Yeah. Like um, yeah, stem gate or seed gate or... Yeah, he didn't eat the seeds. He didn't eat the seeds. I didn't. (laughs) He didn't eat the seeds. Anyways, then Brad ate one, and it was a lot more funny. It was a lot better. Uh, It was not fun. His weakness entertained us all. So, anyways, so we're changing the rules. Um, We want to make it uh, essentially a little more interesting and a little more uh, basically manageable for us in terms of maybe accomplishing something. And so from (laughs) this point on, uh, for this month, we all need to lose at least one percent of our body weight. I need to do a quick, which calculation. really isn't that much, guys. Oh, well, you'd much. think. I mean, you'd think you would that, think, but yeah, one percent. <laughs> yeah, one percent of a lot is a lot. <laughs> and so, yeah, Andrew. Uh, no, I, if anybody can do it, you can do it. You, you're the one that's you're on the most run, highly motivated. Yes. Um, anyways, if you do not lose 1% of your body weight, you eat a pepper. So there could be four people eating peppers. There could be nobody eating peppers. And we think that this will uh, increase hilarity, but okay. also make it so we we feel like we can actually do it because it's, it's difficult to get into it when you think you're automatically going to lose. Um, Somebody got something cooking in the microwave? What's going on there? I think <laughs> taquitos. There. Who's got taquitos uh, no, going? Wife, I think. Uh-oh. <laughs> Anyway, so uh, you're basically competing against yourself, guys. Oh, that's the story of my life. <laughs> I'm great. <right. laughs> He's so a weak get, foe. I can take him. <laughs> so let's uh, pick the date right now, the next weigh-in. Uh, I should have done this ahead of time. That's fine. But let's see here. Let's see. One, two, three. So April 7th is our next oh. weigh-in. April 7th. Okay. Done. My birthday is now, April 9th. Oh, nice. It could be a birthday present. So let's get to it. I lost... <laughs> 0.54% of my body weight. Seven. Um, I lost, oh. <clears throat> oh no, sorry. Did I say lose? I meant gained uh, 0.30 repeating. Now, keep in mind, I was in Cuba and I was sitting on the couch all week like a slug uh, during March break. Okay. I'm saying that like it's a valid excuse, which it isn't. But anyway, that that's was, super valid. All super right. Valid. Okay. I lost, um, I, I, I lost, um, 2.26%. Very well done. Way to nice. go, Bradley. That's fantastic. And only until you realize that I'm still yet to get back to what my starting weight was when this whole thing began. <laughs> He's still climbing it's super, back the Christmas it's, pit. It's, still, it's super impressive until you realize. your butt, eh? You're not oh, man, kidding. Oh, man. You're not kidding. Yeah. What about you, Matt? How did you fare? I lost. Uh, I got. I gained point. What did you gain, Lucas? Point three zero three zero. And I gained point three one two five, <laughs> which I think I that's think the that, sweetest uh, pepper in town, baby. I think that I, I think your math is off, Lucas. I there's no <laughs> way. How much how much weight did you gain, Lucas? Or yeah, gain. Hold on, hold on. You can't do this at this point. Yeah, you, no. you can't try to I math sure, this out. You should have done I'm this sure first. Can. You what should, was it? One pound. One pound. See, and that's what kills me. I also only gained one pound. Uh, and I was also on vacation and yeah. I ate like crazy. Yeah, but so your anyway. vacations, culinarily <laughs> well, speaking, were totally different. <laughs> Mystery solved. All right. Yeah. Uh, let's get it. Let's get this thing going. So here's my commitment to this is that I don't want any of you to enjoy this. So I'm not going <laughs> to react whatsoever. 
to <laughs> eating this pepper. I'm just going to eat the pepper. What? Great. This I'm is going make to it so even look. Better. Just so we're clear, look. There's no funny business. The peppers, okay. the seeds. That's a big one. The, uh, and it yeah. was the smallest friggin' one in the store. <laughs> <laughs> you don't. I I searched for ten minutes going through, being like, oh my god. Who's that big oh guy goodness. rifling through the peppers? Oh my goodness. That doesn't look oh, like yeah. a habanero to me, buddy. Do you, you're going to question me on peppers? <laughs> That's a habanero right there. All right. Okay. But I'm not. This is. I don't see. This is even more motivates me that I don't want you guys to enjoy this one iota and so you're not going to get a single reaction out of me All right. not even a hiccup we're gonna well that's you can't control hiccup. oh we gotta start the timer too oh yeah what is it uh is it 10, 10 minutes 10, 10 minutes are you, without 10 are minutes. you putting it up or do you want me just to time it i don't have a timer ready to go so yeah. all right i'll just time it so no funny business like lucas does no eat the stem yeah. and everything that way there's just nothing oh, no, don't eat the eat. stem we're not animals. here's the worst part if you look close like this is a wrinkly <laughs> pepper like Come on, so, just eat it. Yeah, yeah I, I can tell it's wise. Oh, it's, oh, it's oh, wise oh, and old. Oh, oh, it's it's oh, wise and old. It. Oh, timer started. Okay, stem. Oh, yep. Okay, stem. Oh, that's above board. <laughs> okay. Now I'm colorblind, so let me know if there's any shade changes in the <laughs> uh, Oh dear heavens. <laughs> okay, I'm not gonna react. Uh, Good. You uh, show us. <laughs> Okay, well, uh, gentlemen, moving on to sports he has to leave. and start stuff. <laughs> hey, Matt, I swear I didn't. Pl- I didn't know when I booked the episode or planned the episode that we were doing it right after. <laughs> Should we just? <clears throat> I already feel like I don't even think it's reached my stomach yet, but I feel it. Did you say you ate a bunch of spicy food in Vegas? I was in the desert, man. I ate a ton of spicy food. Here, Matt, I'm going to toss to you one last time for sports and star stuff. All right, welcome to um, Sports and Star Stuff. Uh, so this is like Balderdash. <sighs> seeds in around my lips. You got to get those out. No. Yeah. The gift keeps giving. Oh, I'm going to get my text message ready here to text you. I'm always All right, so the guys are going to... I'm going to give them a term, and it's going to be um, for... Um, either a sport or something from like something nerdy, like sp- space. So it could be real or it could be something from like Star Wars. Uh, and it's like Balderdash. So they're going to send in, they're going to text me their, uh, their guesses as to what this term is. And then after that, we're going to guess. I'd encourage everybody at home <clears throat> to play along with this. Yeah, we'll put it oh, in the chat. Their hiccups are starting. <laughs> uh, to play along with this at home. Um, because, uh, just don't Google it. Just don't Google the term, and uh, we'll uh, uh, see if you can guess uh, correctly what it is. And then I'll read them out. And I'm doing a terrible job of explaining this game, but uh, it'll be uh, anyway. You've, if you've seen it before, you know what is going on. So what's up? <laughs> if you haven't watched right. previous episodes, so message me. You three message me. People at home, hold on. Uh, what's the term? Put put it on the on the board. All right. Here's your. Uh, oh, here's your ter- here's your I forgot um, about his pepper burps. Oh mercy. All right, here is your term. 
Basher. 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 B-A-S-H-E-R? Actually, uh, I-R. Thank you. Yeah. B-A-S-H-E-R. Wait. I-R. I-R. Sorry. I am so... <sighs> uncomfortable right now. Okay, I've tossed it into chat for the people that want to. B A S H I R. Bashir. Not Bashir. Pronounced, pronounced Basher. Basher. Would you like it in a sentence? Please. Yeah. I always love your sentences. Um. Did you see that Basher over there? Hmm. Did that help? <laughs> oh. Mm. How much time is left? Uh, six minutes. Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh, I heard that gurgle. Holy, that was a loud one. <laughs> you could hear that? Wow. And I was lean back. <laughs> I was lean back. I'm on fire. Uh, yeah, I was in the desert. Uh, last week we were in uh, Nevada and Arizona, and I ate some of the spiciest tacos I've ever had in my life. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've totally forgot this stuff. The- oh yeah. Sorry. I sent mine. By the way, I'm super quick with anybody the old- yeah, Luke- out there. Have Luke a guess. Barber Dash. Yeah, Barber. Oh, thank you. That's very nice. Sports. That's Brad's. Cre- that's Brad's creation. Oh, Barber Dash. I was just kind enough to remember it. I appreciate it. For Brad. It felt inspired when I sent am it. I able to, am I able to drink my tea? No, nothing. I don't think that's how uh, that works. It's not like it's going to help me, but I don't want my tea to go cold. That's what a microwave's for. <laughs> I don't want my tea to grow cold. <laughs> but you don't you want your it? milk to get warm either, right? So you better <laughs> that. You got to chug it. Uh, You're no, allowed to eat more peppers. That's it. Milk. All right, Brad. Where are we at? Where are we at here? Well, I mean, we can we can be done. I've sent my text into you. No. Oh, did you send it by text? Yeah. Oh, uh, we always send it by messenger. Oh, my apologies. Uh, okay, that's why. Okay. Oh. <laughs> here we go. That was abrupt. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Are you guys ready for this? Ready. The word is basher. Basher. And here are your five options. Are you ready for this? Did we get anybody chiming in? You know, no one wanted to jump in. I think people were afraid this time. Oh, yeah. Unless someone started another one of those watch parties, and I just don't see (laughs) chat happening. Excuse me. All right, here we go. (coughs) Basher. Basher. Slang for the one who swings the bat in cricket. Basher. The last defenseman back on the field in lacrosse. Basher, uh, a character uh, who had his kid genetically modified on DS9. Uh, Basher, uh, it's uh, in cricket and it's the first person up to bat. Or Basher, it's slang for the third person closest to the net on the volleyball court. Oh, Hmm. wow. Hmm. And sorry, you said it was spelled I-R or E-R? Uh, I-R. My eyes are so uh, watery right now, I can barely read. <laughs> All right, one more time, really quickly. Basher, slang for the one who swings the bat in cricket. 
Uh, Basher, the last defenseman back on the field in lacrosse. <laughs> Basher, character who had his kid genetically modified on DS9. Basher, uh, in cricket, it's the first up to bat. Or Basher, it's slang for the third position closest to the net on the volleyball court. Uh, All right. I'm going to go volleyball. You're going volleyball? Okay, Andrew says volleyball. Man. How much time is left, Andrew? Um, you got two and a half minutes. Oh, it man. feels like it feels to me that volleyball that sounds right, but it also sounds like something Matt would come up with, knowing that it sounds like that. Don't they all sound like something? <laughs> yeah, we all well, came up with these except for one. <laughs> right, the right the true one. one. The, the problem is that you know what I'm going. Uh, I'm going to go with my gut, which is probably mistaken. I'm going to go with uh, the first one that you read was about cricket. Not uh, the slang. Yeah. For the, the one who swings the bat in cricket. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, the cricket one sounds tempting, although I think you're just butchering the name Bashir, as in Dr. Bashir on DS9. The That's thank you. Modified doctor. Uh, I'm going to go with that one because that is actually what one of the things that it is anyway. All right. Very good. So, wait. Uh, Andrew. You selected my made-up one, volleyball. I knew it. Fell into his trap. <laughs> I You're so knew smart. it. You're so smart, Brad. Brad. Uh, <laughs> all right. Um, the uh, it would be common decency if you didn't drink fluids in front of me, like a little <laughs> well, solidarity. I, I barely, here, I barely got that down. Anyway. A little solidarity with the. Um, uh, Bradley, yes, you sir. chose the slang for the one who swings the bat. Yes, and you chose Lucas's. No, Lucas. Okay, never mind. I'm not going to say what mine was. Yeah, um, yeah. Brad's was also about cricket, so Brad <laughs> essentially chose his own. I almost <laughs> did mine about cricket. And uh, Lucas, uh, you said uh, it uh, that uh, Doctor Richard Bashir. Uh, was uh, the character from DS9, and you are correct. Congratulations! But it's pronounced Brashear. If you just and I knew Bashir. that, I just knew I couldn't say it the right way. So, <laughs> but I asked uh, Captain John Luke Pickard. Um, yeah, I was even Pickard. reluctant to. Uh, I was reluctant to. Uh, you can't uh, spell do it that. For you, but <laughs> this is my game. I can do whatever I want. It's, How much it's time the advanced left, level? Andrew? Five minutes. All right, play me out of this, <laughs> Brad. Quick. Oh yeah. Okay. Congratulations, Lucas. Thank you. Sports and start stuff. All right, let's catch up. <laughs> oh, okay. How much time? Honestly, okay. Eight seconds. Here we go. <laughs> Blap. Let's do this. <coughs> Andrew, we're new giant water bottle. No, it's good. One. This is old faithful, baby. This old thing faithful. hasn't. Mm-hmm. The Galanier over there. While I wait for Andrew to pick up the segment and keep going, I'm going to remind everybody that if you are watching, you can figure out where we are in the episode based on the little bottom bar. Uh, you'll see that we have done our pounds and pounds or peppers, sports and star stuff, and now we're just catching up. But that way you know where we are in the episode and you can follow along. Andrew. Oh, so it's my turn. Okay. Here's the thing. I'm going to keep mine short because I know we got two trip guys here and I know <laughs> ramblers. <laughs> yeah. They're both, they're both talky talky. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, on Sunday night, my wife, my lovely wife surprised me and she got us a babysitter and she booked us uh, an escape room. 
And so I've been to two escape rooms in Moncton and I enjoyed them. But we went to the one in St. John. I'd never been there before. It is awesome. It is probably a hundred times better than the one in Moncton. Just like about the only thing in St. John that's better than Moncton. Just hold on. All of the like stuff. (laughs) Including the air. Well, there goes St. John as a sponsor. Anyways. It, we did a, like a heist one. You didn't actually have to escape the room. You had to try and see how much stuff you could steal from the room. Awesome. You had to steal like so much money. And if you got past that money, you technically win or whatever. I was just blown away by the stuff, like the all of the puzzles and stuff. Like the one in Moncton is basically like you figure out a combination lock, unlock it, figure out a combination lock, unlock it. This one had, I think we went in five or six different rooms. We kept opening more doors mm. and... You'd, you'd do like, like literally one of them, there was these Buddhas and you had to like rub their bellies all at the same time. And somehow it lit up like this puzzle thing on the wall. Like pretty sure this, Andrew joined a cult. Just it, anyways, it was you just don't know, but you just gave your soul away. We, we really enjoyed it. And I want to give a shout out to my wife who made it all happen. That's cool. And yeah, do you want to shout out the actual company name? People want to go there. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's a uh, breakout, breakout St. John. And they have like five rooms and I think all of them have like multiple different <laughs> rooms like that you go through. Sorry. Sorry, Mark Cork. I'm the one I'm in is leaving soon anyway. So. Wow. <laughs> I did a, uh, I've done a couple of those and they're fun. Uh, but I did one, uh, in oh, London, yeah. Ontario and, yeah. uh, it um, uh, it was super cool. Like that, at one point, you had to figure out that you had to go through. It was all, almost like Narnia. You had to go through this big wardrobe. Cabinet, oh, really? But you, there was cool. there was no way in knowing until you figured out a few little parts and pages of books. And and so you, you when you finally went through, you were in a whole other giant room, and it was pretty cool that way too. Wow, that's yeah. cool. Uh, so Josh Adams says he did the heist one. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm worried now based on a couple of comments that oh, <laughs> that we're wrecking escape rooms for people. <laughs> so the key the key was we're, behind the second book on on the top shelf. This one, the one that I did is like leaving in like a week or something. Anyways, it's like on its way out. So that's so cool. Yeah, uh, that's fun. Well, while you, Tiffany, while you were escaping, uh, our house got hit with with just colds and sickness, and uh, Monday. Are you sure it's just a cold? I am positive. Okay. We're not even talking about that. We're not going to perpetuate no, that foolishness. Absolutely not. I, you know what? I, my kid. <laughs> my kid came home today terrified. <clears throat> and, I know, this and, is the. And I said, yeah. I said, Jaden, everything is okay. Wash your hands, just like you would with any other sickness. He's like, yeah, like I always do. Yeah, for sure, Dad. There's right, no and and then I said, but don't touch your eyes. I <laughs> think why? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Uh, everybody was sick. And so Monday I had to stay home with Jaden. Tuesday I stayed home with Jaden. Wednesday I got a reprieve and Mandy stayed home with Jaden. No harmony. Thursday came and I had to, I stayed home with another kid. Then Friday came and both kids were home. How many kids do you have? Um, <laughs> one, I adopted one extra, just one extra sickie. <laughs> two real unhealthy ones. Two real unhealthy ones. So, yeah. so like, it was just ridiculous, and I'm such a person of pattern and flow. Um, for for that, like to upset my week was just screwy. I'm glad I could be <coughs> present, and I, I know not every parent can be home with their kid when they're sick. So 
recognizing what I have, but still, holy smokes. <laughs> and, uh, and so then on, so we had Saturday came and everybody was kind of like at a minimal health level. Everyone was kind of okay and sort of smiling. So we're like, let's go to a movie. We, this, the Silica family could use a movie and some popcorn and just some fun. So we went and saw. <laughs> Let's get out into a crowded public space. <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't put that together. <clears throat> Excuse me, sir. Did you just sneeze on that popcorn? Uh, <laughs> guys, how's your immune systems? Compromised? <laughs> to the movies. <laughs> Let's roll. <laughs> anyway, we, we went and, and watched the new Sonic movie. Mm. And, and uh, I was I was really interested to see this movie because anything I'd heard in other podcasts that I listened to for, that talked about it, we're like it's it's the return of Jim Carrey, and he's funny again, and he's not all this uh, drama and whatever. And so I was, someone likened it to him being like Ace Ventura again. So I mean that hits me right where I live, you know. I grew up on on those movies. Anyway, it was a it was a fun movie. Jim Carrey was was good in it. James Marsden, yeah, your every man. He he. Cyclops. That's ah yeah. uh, yes. Yeah, he didn't didn't bust that out during the movie, and uh, it was good. <coughs> It, it was just a, it was a fun movie. I don't. Yeah. What's cool about that movie is that when they first released the trailers months and months ago, everybody hated it. Everybody yep. complained because they made Sonic, Sonic look eyes. like a human body type of thing. Uh, and they mm. went back and redid all of the CGI and all the that's nuts. What, graphics for it. What's in, can I, can I, uh, any of you guys going to watch it? Uh, man, we're, it's a spoily kind of episode. No, I'm not going <laughs> to watch that garbage. I'm going to watch it, but. When it hits Netflix, I'll consider yeah, it. Yeah, it'll be a while. I'll probably forget. If you if you care about the ending of this movie, walk away in three and come back in a minute. Three, two, one, <laughs> Andrew. So at the very end, so all that, I, the only reason I bring it up is because of the drama. Everybody of, dies. Uh, the drama of Sonic and, and how they drew him and all that. And at the very end of the movie, if you stay past a little bit of the credits, it goes to a cutscene and Tails, you guys remember Tails from the Sonic yep. games? Tail shows up and he's CG and and all that and has the two tails and he flies away. What I thought was interesting is that they made a decision to create tails the way they wanted and put him in the movie so that no matter what anybody said, it's too late. <laughs> Every everybody freaked it over Sonic, but they're like, no, we're taking the reins on tails and you'll deal with it. And then snuck him in for the last fifteen seconds of the movie. Anyway, it was fun. There, somebody talk about their trips. Uh, well, I went to uh, Cuba or Cuba. Cuba. Also Cuba. Yeah. So we talked to you um, live last week. You sure did. Yeah. Live. Um, and all of my, like my wife and I've never been anywhere like, like, like tropical or whatever. I mean, our, our honeymoon was in Cavendish. So you know, beautiful, but you know, not exactly exotic. Listen, uh, that's beautiful. It, it is a beautiful it place. Uh, it's the Cancun of the Maritimes, as everyone knows. Um, <laughs> we, that's so, what they call it. <clears throat> that's what they call it. Yeah, it's on the Cancun Vidish. Cancun Vidish. I feel like I just but, said a bad word there. <laughs> yeah, I'll rush past it. Uh, but no, yeah, it was it was it was good. Like we had a good time. It's basically just like sitting on a beach and and I, I sunburned my legs because I wasn't paying attention to where the shadows were. And uh, but see. yeah, like. I really don't have anything exciting to say. I read four books and I, I ate food and people made fun of me because I brought my own peanut butter down to the buffet every day. Uh, oh my goodness. And it was, Classic. It was, well, <laughs> so okay. many classics. <laughs> I've heard that like, everyone's like, Cuba's great, this, that, blah, blah. It's like, but the food is, everyone's like, everyone knows you don't go to Cuba for the food. I was like, oh, okay. Um, picky guy here. So I was a little bit concerned, but I was like, it, I'm sure it'll be fine. 
Anyway, but I, I had been told like, bring your own condiments, bring your own peanut butter, bring your own whatever. So I did bring a few things in the old tickle trunk. But the only thing I used extensively was my peanut butter, which every day I would come down. They had like beautiful fresh made bread and I'd slice it up. And there's my favorite part about going to these resorts is the fact that, that you know, you get like the an old folks, you get the resorting. young folks, but you get these groups of 40 something women, like a gaggle. There's always at least six to eight of them. And they usually have matching t-shirts and they come off the shuttle bus and they are mm-hmm. ready to party. And oh, they're yeah. like, woo, oh, yeah. all week. And there was two or three different groups because people come in and leave every day, right? Yeah. So, uh, and one of the groups was from Fredericton. And uh, anyway, they gave me a hard time about my peanut butter every single day. Uh, but that's fine. I'm living my truth. I'm living my best <laughs> life in, in Cuba. Did, did any so, of them partake was, of the peanut you, butter? Uh, so, well, Brad? Did any did anybody partake of your peanut butter? Okay, there, I had two questions. One, did anybody ask for some of your peanut butter? And did you I share? could tell people were looking and they were like, oh, yeah. yeah. Where'd you get that? And, and, and you said, oh, that's a good idea. Or like, Psh, peanut Where'd butter. Where'd you get but that you peanut butter? All oh, that cantina. Jealousy. Um, and it's funny because I originally had bought a, like a one kg, which is smaller than what we normally buy, uh, but a good, a good, a good fella. Um, but then my bag was way overweight. So I was like, ah, I was like, it's an easy way to shave a pound if I go down to the 500 grams. But the second I knew that I was going to be using that every day, I'm like, I got to ration it. Like if someone asks me, I'm not bringing underwear. I'll say, <laughs> that's right. I'll um, say yes. I'm not, I'm just not going to bring sunscreen. That's fine. Uh, but no, it was I, fine. It was the right amount. So, okay, I've got a couple questions. Okay. What was Melissa's take on this whole thing? Was she just embarrassed about it all? Or she was does she just, is just she knows she who just, she married. Yeah, she, she just numbs, numbs she knows the your behavior. Okay. She, it's funny because people ask about the food and people are like, oh, you know, Cuba food is whatever. But like she, she was a little bit nervous about it too, but she loved it because they had like salad bars at breakfast for some reason, uh, like lots of fresh fruit, which I enjoy too. And they'll like fry up the meat for you right there and all that stuff. So, for her, she's not nearly as picky as I am. So she she was totally happy with the food. And the cappuccinos that she drank like eight times a day. And they give you a little like piece of sugar cane to stir it with. And so okay, that's kind of so, cool. Uh, last question. Can you name us maybe one or two other items that were uh, that you brought down that you could eat just in case of emergency? Like, um, I Or brought, could we guess first maybe what okay, you brought yeah. down? Oh, oh. I said I guess some of my own the items I brought. Um, okay. uh, ketchup. Saltines. <laughs> What is no. the plainest thing you can get wrapped and bring to Cuba? <laughs> uh, ketchup. You bring ketchup packages? Uh, I don't eat ketchup, but Melissa did bring ketchup. Oh, shoot. Plain <laughs> hot dog. Ah, oh, Brad, know your, know <laughs> Come your on, people. Man. Okay. Um, I'm going to say hot you dogs. probably brought um, rice cakes. Oh. I not bring rice cakes. No, wow. no, I don't eat rice cakes. Um, okay, Andrew, not. we're over two so far. Someone has. Do you know me best? Uh, Lucas drew the line in the sand. There. Did you bring? Uh, did you bring any type of cookie? I did not. I did huh. not. I knew weight it, was a big factor. Okay. I didn't know foods, we were allowed to ask questions. Is this, what did the you bring? A savory item? I brought. Were the peanut butter, which I was pretty sure I did bring. A thing of sweet baby Ray's barbecue sauce. Um, but I never ended up <laughs> opening because, again, the problem is I don't Not really want to drag it, drag it around with me everywhere. Oh, I didn't leave it in no. Cuba. No, because that's the weirdest thing. He had a belt. He had a belt with all the different things on it. <laughs> Just, it has a, like, a jar of mayonnaise and a jar of yeah. peanut butter. And <laughs> uh, well, Melissa did want mayonnaise for all of the chicken sandwiches. So she, she, every time we went to a fast food place, she's like, can I have all the mayo packets you have, please? Uh, so with us, we collect I would be those. so embarrassed traveling with the two of you. <laughs> I would just... Oh my goodness. And then I did bring my own tea because I, most places like when I went to Brazil last year, 
they're wonderful people with delicious coffee, but horrible tea. Um, so I brought my own tea. Uh, King Cole represent Sussex. Um, yeah, and you I brought forever some, like, pestered the people at the resort for hot water. Hot water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they weren't even making that buck off of your tea bag. They were just giving you hot water. Well, oh, Lucas, you just. You, <laughs> Oh. But it but it was the place was beautiful. I got to see pelicans in real life and a snake in real life and some geckos. Dude, and we have the two all kinds of cool two, stuff. Like two thirds of the two two of the three things that you mentioned we have. Uh, the Moncton Zoo, yeah. <laughs> we have pelicans. <laughs> I don't know. There's birds. No. Oh, Steve. Thanks for liking the stream. We we need to get to Matt because we also Move on have to, to Vegas. To Let's get oh, to yeah. Vegas. So I went to Vegas. Viva! How much money did you win? Uh, so here's the thing I'm going to talk to you about. Here's the thing I'm talking to you about is that, and I kid you not, Las Vegas is one of the most family friendly places that I've ever visited. And I've been to I've lots of different cities. Uh, we were blown away. Like in a couple of years, we'll be taking the kids down. Um, it, because it was like, we, mind you, we stayed on the, we stayed on Las Vegas Boulevard. We stayed right on the strip the whole time. Um, but like, there was no garbage. There was no smut. No, like nothing that you would be like, Oh, come no, eyes, girls, kids. girls, girls. Sorry. And, I know, need no. to interrupt. Yeah. Did you go to the pawn stars pawn shop? No, because everybody I talked to was like, oh, that's a waste of time. And you just stand waiting in the lineup and they're never there anyway. Oh, oh really? man. Oh man. That pepper. I'm sorry, folks. You could have bought that really cool thing that was on the show. No, but anyway, uh, the Vegas. So the, here's the things I knew about it. Uh, Vegas, family friendly. It was fantastic. We were entertained the whole time. Uh, we went to David Copperfield uh, to watch his show. Uh, Aaron loved it. I thought it was the cheesiest thing I'd ever seen in my life. Uh, it's here's the reason why, and that's exactly why right there, Lucas, is because <laughs> Where'd the lighter fuel all I could see from? was Joe Bluth on that stage <laughs> the whole time. Because like even the way with his hand motions and the things he would do, and like the way he would look at the camera and the the way like. It was, you can tell that uh, Will Arnett definitely modeled Joe Bluth after. <laughs> That's awesome. It was just too much. Although the one part that entertained me, he made a car appear, like a real car, a full-sized car uh, out of nowhere. And I, and actually Aaron was on stage when he did it. And uh, she got called up on stage. And uh, I, I blew my mind. The car blew my mind. Everything else I could either figure out or could say, okay, maybe this, maybe that. But Anyway, uh, did cheesy. you go see Shin Lim? Uh, no, no, no. That's the only show we went to. Uh, so here's here's my quick points for it. Family friendly. Copperfield's cheesy. Uh, they Las Vegas is a hockey town. You couldn't hey, you're take saying that. You couldn't take ten steps down the road without seeing something about the Las Vegas uh, Golden Knights. Like they love their hockey down there. Unbelievable. Uh, but highlight of the trip, absolutely highlight of the trip was the Grand Canyon. Uh, oh, we, uh, yeah. we rented a Jeep, drove out to South Rim and hiked, uh, down into the Canyon on the South Kaibab trail, it's called. Uh, and I, I know this is super cliche and super cheesy, but like, until you've seen it, like you just cannot put into words what that's like. It was it. phenomenal. Just, just unbelievable. Like yeah. the back hold up. Oh, I was good, man. Oh, yeah. I, did I tell you about the masseuse I went to? <laughs> seems like oh, it seems like another one? episode. <laughs> that guy worked me over, man. Like, I just... Anyway, he was magic. Your wife's yeah. telling you to pipe down. She can hear you upstairs. <laughs> the next day. What's that? 
Aaron, <laughs> Aaron's just come into chat. chat and said, I can hear you from upstairs. The only down. time she's ever come into chat is to tell you to be quiet. <laughs> To yeah. shut up. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. You're watching The Bachelor, dear. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Anyway, Grand Canyon, you've gotta, you've gotta go. You gotta go. Just awesome. Yeah. Hmm. But again, Vegas, family, family city, family oriented, really and truly. <laughs> Back in the fifties, oh. they used to do nuke tests like a hundred miles away, and you could see them from the strip, just like mushroom cloud. And everyone would like time it out, and they'd all get over on the balconies and just watch the mushroom cloud. Like, how cool is that? I don't think those people are around anymore. Aaron, I think Aaron and I are about to have an argument. Well, in the chat. Uh, hold on. Tell, have you told Aaron about the tiebreaker? Because it seems like we can, we might have we might need to pivot tonight and bring this to the tiebreaker. <laughs> That's yeah. our, our magicians cool. Our magicians yes. cool. Hey, yes, I love watching magicians. Uh, but David Copperfield <laughs> just, just, he killed me. People are here now for too. Aaron's comments. This is fantastic. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, but anyway, that was our trip and, uh, it was really, really good. I encourage you guys to, to go. You got the, got the girls. Did you go see blackjack? the guy from flipping Vegas? Andrew, are you is. like, did you Google things to see in Las Vegas? Vegas you so, the list? Did you go see uh, the Sister Wives guys? They moved to Vegas once. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. <laughs> There's so many shows about Las Vegas. Is Celine Dion still in Vegas? Uh, no. Oh, okay. No. Shania is. Who? Shania. Oh, okay. Shania. Oh, Shania. Yeah, yeah. Shania. Oh, okay. Name one other Shania, you know. <laughs> Shania Wait, LaBeouf. I, first you were saying Shania, and I, I thought it was like two people, and I wasn't sure, like Shanana or something. So I was confused. Uh, Good heavens. Anyway, that's it. Go to Vegas. Okay. Seems like a... <laughs> that's the, the new marketing campaign. <laughs> go to Vegas. Go to Vegas. <laughs> yeah. All right, gentlemen. Well, we are going to get moving along in the episode and go to our SMORP. And for those that know what SMORP is, hopefully you're looking forward to it. For those that don't, uh, SMORP stands for Scripture message, obedience, repentance, and prayer. And basically it's just a way for us to look at a piece of scripture, go through some guided questions to have some conversation about it. Uh, so our scripture today, and I'm going to copy it and get it into chat for people that want to read along. Uh, our scripture today comes from, oh, did you go to the shooting store? That's Stephen Arsno's question. No, Steve, Steve, no. Um, the, uh, uh, although when we were driving through the desert, oh, Aaron's gone. Uh, as we were driving through the desert, uh, you would see signs where it's like, <sighs> pull in here to fire off a grenade launcher, or like <laughs> fire an automatic, whatever, whatever. And like, you would look over and it was just like you see in the movies though. Cause you're, it's the middle of nowhere. And <laughs> then there's just this rusty camper sitting there with all kinds of old cars around it and a fence. <laughs> And you're just like, that's where they want me to go shoot guns. Armed rednecks come talk Did you? to us. Did you? No, I hate guns. Uh, Sorry, Steve. I know you love them, but no, I hate guns. I'm not. There's a gun also dude. a place in Las Vegas where you can rent a like an excavator <laughs> and crush. Cars Andrew, will and you stuff. please you just that? go? See, at, that would be, as that is would be fun. As, yeah, as, Andrew, as is the not gone to Vegas. Oh, and I <laughs> actually one more little fun little tidbit. I did what you got to do when you're in Vegas. I got a tattoo, another tattoo while I was down there. So that was. Is it David Copperfield? You got it. <laughs> Looking into a camera. It's Joe Bluth. <laughs> yeah. yeah so. Where'd the lighter fluid about, come from? A little tattoo there. Yeah. Cool. Ah, cool. Nice. There you go. Okay, let's get smorping. All right, gentlemen, our scripture today comes from Isaiah 65, verses 17 to 25. It's a little bit of a read, so here we go. Uh, it says, and, and the, um, the title on this one is New Heaven and a New Earth. 
Uh, it says, For behold, I create new heavens and a new earth, and the former things shall not be remembered or come to mind. But be glad and rejoice forever in that which I create. For behold, I create Jerusalem to be a joy and her people to be a gladness. I will rejoice in Jerusalem and be glad in my people. No more shall be heard in it the sounds of weeping and the cry of distress. No more shall there be in it an infant who lives but a few days or an old man who does not fill out his days. For the young man shall die a hundred years old and the sinner a hundred years old shall be accursed. They shall build houses and inhabit them. They shall plant vineyards and eat their fruit. They shall not build and another inhabit. They shall not plant and another eat. For like, excuse me, for like the days of a tree shall be the days of my people be, and my chosen shall long enjoy the work of their hands. They shall not labor in vain or bear children for calamity, for they shall be an offering of the blessing of the Lord and their descendants with them. Before they call, I will answer. While they are yet speaking, I will hear. The wolf and the lamb shall graze together. The lion shall eat straw like the ox, and dust shall be the serpent's food. They shall not hurt or destroy in all my holy mountain, says the Lord. All right, gentlemen, <clears throat> that was a long one. Oh, my throat. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, Bible, ta- Bible, <laughs> Bible timelines. Uh, is this does Isaiah after like the fall of like? Jerusalem and like when the Babylonians come and take them all. I'm trying to remember. I don't remember. I feel like this happens like right after. Sure, why not? Everything's like destroyed and like. Yeah, because the lead up to this, he's talking about the Lord um, preserving a remnant. Isaiah, Jeremiah, Lamentations. Yeah, I think those are all like after everything goes bad. Nice song. Everything breaks bad. Sorry, I stopped. Just like my ABC, he's got to sing them. So, gentlemen, your clubs. What uh, what words, phrases, or observations in this passage stand out to you? And if you have some, does any talk about the nature or the work of God? And is there a scripture that you would begin to memorize even? Anybody? Something uh, that- verse 20 stood out to me. No more shall there be an infant who lives but a few days or an old man who does not fill out his days. Uh, for the young man shall die a hundred years old and the sinner a hundred years old shall be accursed. So I don't want to pretend like I know everything that this passage is saying, but from what I can gather, it's talking about, you know, what heaven's going to be like or what, mm-hmm. you know, new heaven, new earth. Obviously that's the title. Um, it just stuck out to me uh, as a encouragement. And I did read a little bit about how this is essentially an encouragement to people who are wondering why, you know, it seems not great for them right now, but all the bad people are, you know, seem to be having the time of their life kind of thing. And, and this is almost like a, a answer to that. Like, Hey, you know what, you know, and the sinner a hundred years old shall be a curse kind of thing, but a young man shall die a hundred years old. Anyways, it, to me, it's just an encouragement of, I'll, to be honest, the idea of new heaven and new earth, or even the idea of heaven, is probably the thing that um, I feel I just struggle with the most, most in terms of understanding it and really fully um, just getting it. And do you understand what I was trying to say? 
I don't know what I'm trying to say. I think so. So to me, this is just an encouragement in, in terms of like what the reality of our future could be like mm-hmm. uh, in terms of, you know, no, no more shall there be an infant who lives but a few days. Um, things like that that cause so much pain, you know, those things will be gone. Right. No, I agree no with that. Pep- and I, no more I would peppers. Even, I would even, yeah, I would even add to what you're saying on the encouragement piece because in 18, this is how it starts. But be glad, rejoice forever in that which I create. For behold, I create Jerusalem to be a joy and her people to be a gladness. And so I think you're right on the money with it. It's even though when you go down the line, it's like, you're dead. You're dead. You're going to suffer. You're going to build and other people are going to take it. Like it, it sounds like, Oh man, Oh man. It's like, yes, 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 yes. All this is going <sighs> to happen. This is the reality of it, but do not forget. So it starts it off in that way. And then mm. wraps it up with this whole idea is that um, they shall not hurt or destroy in all my holy mountains says the Lord. So it's mm. kind of bookended with this, like you said, encouragement of, Hey, you know what? There's joy in this. There's gladness in this. Um, yeah, like the future's bright. Yeah, yeah. Even though things are hard, uh, and and I think it's a good point. And Lucas, your question at the very beginning was important because of what's going on during this time. They're in exile. Yeah. Um, the the Israelites, and so to have a message like this um, given is huge for them. Yeah. Uh, yeah, a lot of the people there would have been, you know, they would have been probably living in Jerusalem. And then had seen most of their friends and family and neighbors like killed and, you know, and Israel had been doing so well. And then all of a sudden they just kept turning their back on God, turning their back on God. And then God's like, all right, if you want me to step out and he steps out and then the Babylonians come in and wreck them. So it looks like it's over, like everything we worked so hard for, everything that we thought we were is over and dead and, and gone. And our gates have been torn down and the temples destroyed. And then God's like, no, like this is, yeah, it sucks for you. And you basically, <laughs> frankly, you deserved it. Um, but, uh, you know, there's, there's hope. There's always hope, mm-hmm. whether it's heaven or whether it's on earth. The, the thing that jumped mm. out for me was, um, oh, it was uh, 20, verse 23, they shall not labor in vain. And this was the specific part or bear children for calamity. And the reason mm. it jumped out for me was, I, I don't know about you guys, if you had the conversation with your parents where your parents have been like, man, uh, when we had kids, they didn't have to deal with the stuff that your kids do. Like when you guys were this old, when you guys were this young, you didn't have to deal with the stuff that our current kids are, and and the the things that are going on in culture and around us all. And sometimes, uh, you know, my kids come home and I have conversations with them, and I go, Lord, how am I supposed to parent my children in in this culture? And and um, again, this is giving me hope. You know, now this is talking about a future hope in in heaven. But it also gives me hope for today that the Lord is with us. Um, so that's something that stood out to me. Matt, I'm sorry, did you already, did you already, I know you talked, but did you say anything? Yeah, I brought the best part of the whole thing so far. Oh, great. Um, so then. One thing I will add to it is this. I'm just joking. Uh, one thing I will add to it is this, is even this, almost this gives kind of this, uh, a picture of the sovereignty of God in the next one where it says, before they call, I will mm. answer, mm. right? And while they are yet speaking, I will hear. And so it's just kind of giving that idea of I'm in control. Let yeah. that be, you know? And so it's, um, again, I, I come back to what Andrew said. It's an encouragement. Yeah, absolutely. Anything. So with what we've said, guys, what do you sense the Lord is saying um, to you? Is there a message that you've received from the Lord? 
Is there? Well, a I guess essentially what you said in terms of you know <laughs> the time we live in. You know, to us, it, it seems like so crazy, so chaotic. There's a lot of questions of how you know how do you raise your kids? How do you make good choices? How do you not offend people? Um, and I guess this is an encouragement. This was, you know, if there's hope, there's hope. Mm -hmm. Right. And what's, what's cool about this and uh, Brad, you touched on already is like, this was written for people in exile who were, you know, uh, in this cycle of thankfulness and, and praise into doubt, into sin, into repentance, into, obedience into doubt into like it was a over and over and over again so it's very relevant to them at that time and kind of a little bit of what you were saying is very relevant to us today in mm -hmm. the same way it was for our parents mm -hmm. and for their parents and their parents because even though we look at it like oh the world is a mess today and look at all the things we got to deal with well the, everybody's always had to deal with something and different mm -hmm. things and yeah we may think it looks worse now it really isn't uh change it's the same change. cycle yeah, changes change, yeah. and and we fall in and out of this idea of, in our personal lives, even um, on a I don't know how frequently I wouldn't say daily, but a a frequent enough basis of obedience and trust and praise to doubt into sin into you know it's the same idea, but um, it's, it's as much for us today as it was fifty years ago, two thousand years ago, hmm. um, three thousand years ago. You know, this is the. Human nature stays the 4, same. Four thousand years ago. This I'd be willing to go up to <laughs> fifty-five hundred. This might sound like a, a a weird tie, but the message I got for for me was about restoration, and, and the reason I'll say that is because of and it's going to sound weird, but verse twenty-five: the wolf and the lamb shall graze together, the lion shall eat straw like an ox, and the dust shall be the serpent's food. Um, since the fall in the garden, God has been working to redeem and restore, and and to bring us back into that Edenic, is that even the word, um, state uh, before the fall. And, and I've, you know, heard it said and that at that point, animals didn't eat other animals, right? Like it was a vegetarian diet all around. And this is, again, a weird connect for me, but I looked at that and I thought, well, yeah, okay. The lion shall eat straw like an ox. Well, a lion eats meat. So why is it going to be eating straw like an ox? Because God's God is restoring things back to the way that it was before, before sin, before everything. And so the message for me is, is that the Lord can restore and the things that I think are totally toast, he can restore and redeem and, and put back. Um, and that gives me, again, gives me hope. Um, Lucas, I don't want to gloss over you, buddy, or we can move down. <clears throat> well, one other thing I was kind of, thinking about this is it's almost like, cause like I said, they just got through a, put through the ringer um, because of their disobedience to God. And so, so, so much so that like the, the country no longer existed as a country anymore. It was just some scattered people. And, and it's almost like, you know, when you have to discipline your kids and then you go in like, listen, what you did was wrong. And like, you, you know, you should be like, sorry for it and all that. But I, you know, I still love you as your parent. You didn't ruin the relationship, even though you were disobedient. And that's kind of what this is. It's almost like, listen, like things are going to be better again. Like, yes, things have been bad for you, but uh, you haven't ruined the relationship. They're not beyond redemption and restoration, right. but they're dealing with the consequences. Right. Um, was there anything in the obedience, um, a step that, that we would identify for us this week that we could take or something maybe that we're already working on? 
man, for me, it's to keep my eyes up on the Lord. And when, especially I just, I bring it back to like my kids, my family and, and, you know, I want to raise my family in the Lord and with Christian principles. And it's crazy when, when they start talking to me about some of the stuff that, you know, friends are telling them or they're, they're getting from other sources of, of what is okay and what's not. And, and, uh, and sometimes you just kind of like, holy smokes. But for me, a step of obedience is to continue in raising my children in the Lord and to, and to look to him there. Yep. Let me just, for <laughs> yeah, same let me get vaguely for, transparent. How's that for yeah. you? No, I think mine would be similar to that. And the, the whole idea that when, um, and I lost my thought. I had one. It was a good one, and I lost it. Sorry. Anybody else got one? Matt, you got anything? <laughs> I'm still coughing up peppers here. Um, I lost I would, mine too. It was really good too. <clears throat> I would have to say, uh, <laughs> kind of what we already touched on, uh, and we talked about this a few weeks ago. Even this idea of uh, it's not a bad thing to look back to be reminded of what God has done, can do, and will do. Sure. Um, and I, I think it was a few weeks ago we talked about that. Uh, and so even in this, I think there's there's promise from God saying, hey, like at the end of the day, exactly what you said, the wolf and the lamb, they shall graze together, the lion shall eat straw like the ox. Like there's a restoration mm-hmm. that's coming. And again, it's based on this cycle that we put ourselves in and through over and over and over again. But uh, just to be reminded of the goodness of God and uh, anchor, anchor yourself in that, not feeling like it's always you. Uh, actually ever you that's got to dig out of the hole. Um, oh yeah. We can't dig out. <laughs> yeah. It's just instead um, lean on him, rely on him um, and be obedient. Yep. Um, so the next two segments we generally, we leave and we, we put up in chat for people that want to know. Um, but the next part is repentance. It's about writing out any confession. If the Lord's revealed something to you during the scripture, during the conversation, write it out, confess it to the Lord and, 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 and write down any steps to turn away from sin and, uh, and for walking in holiness and then spend time praying and thanking the Lord. And can I just say, spend time listening um, uh, a good friend of mine here said something the other day that I'm like, oh, that makes so much sense. We have two ears and one mouth. Um, <coughs> he, he knows what's on our heart. He knows what we need before we even tell him, yes, he wants to know, but we also need to spend way more time listening. Hold on. Let me rephrase that. I need to, I need to spend more time listening than talking. I'm not going to put that on everybody, uh, on the internet for all time. Well, gentlemen, that's been our smorp. And uh, I enjoyed that again. I look forward to those segments. Uh, Lucas, I'm going to toss to you and we're going to start working our way out of the episode, but we still have a couple of minutes. So why don't we go to the tiebreaker? <laughs> All right, everybody. Uh, tiebreaker, if you're new, is a new segment we're doing. Uh, as, as, if we don't know, as if we don't know who this tiebreaker came from. Go ahead, Lucas. <laughs> All right. Uh, tiebreaker is a new segment uh, and we really encourage people to send in uh, things for it. And the whole idea is when you and someone else are having a disagreement and you just can't figure out who's right and who's wrong, you send it in and we will break that tie for you. You know, it could be a, a spouse. It could be just be Four a friend, minutes. It could be whatever. It's better if it's a spouse. It's more fun for us. But um, yeah, so this one 
is actually, it's funny, I had one for this week from from Cuba, but Brad says, no, I got one, and it's actually peanut butter related, so it's pretty good. It is not well, So this free. isn't yours. This isn't his. No. Oh, you think totally, it was. Yeah, absolutely, I thought it would be. All right, so I'm going to, I'm going to say it, what it is, and we're going to talk it through. Please throw in the chat. Um, what your thoughts are, if you whose side you're on. And also, don't forget, if you have a tiebreaker, a good one, you can send it in anonymously or with a name through our website, OxfordHolyClub.com. So here is the listener-submitted um, tiebreaker, which is, my wife and I have argued over where the peanut butter should be stored. I believe peanut butter should be in the fridge because it tastes better cold. And some peanut butter requires refrigeration. But my wife believes it should be stored at room temperature as it's easier to spread that way. I've pulled, We've pulled strangers for years, but now it's up to you to break the tie. So cold peanut butter for increased flavor, apparently, uh, or easier to spread uh, room temp peanut butter. My, ve- my very quick argument about this is very simple. I don't... I can't ever think of a time where something being kept in the fridge is a flavor adder. If any- oh, I disagree. Really? Absolutely, I disagree. <laughs> do you? Do you Go really? On. Think, do, well, I just don't think that peanut have butter. Have you ever is- put you know those cool mint chocolates? Have you ever yes. taken have kept them in the freezer and that, tried one compared to one room temperature? That 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 is the primary place I keep them. Okay, but I, it's because I like my chocolate cold. I don't know that it adds Why? flavor. Because it? Okay, I see what you're trying to get me to say, Matt, but I'm not there yet. <laughs> uh, Josh Adams coming in hot saying that uh, you just ruin your bread if it's cold. Room temperature all the way. And Natalie Shaw is also voting for room temperature. Uh, Natalie I, Andrews Mill, room temperature. That's right. <laughs> I'm, I'm also in the room temperature camp because spreadability. Yeah. Cold is just ridiculous. Yeah. So I'm also room temperature. Like we keep it in the cupboard. Uh, unless there is uh, natural peanut butter, it needs to be kept in the refrigerator. That's true. That weird um, stuff. but we're butter. we're going to assume they're talking about the good kind, the processed, uh, yes, uh, kind. Um, but it kind of leads me to think there have been things though in <laughs> even with Aaron. I'm what? sorry. I'm sorry. I Go. love that we've done so much of this episode for the last hour, yeah. and most Without of the chat, word. But most of the chat has been us posting our own yeah. stuff, and yeah. then we ask one question about peanut butter, room temperature, lit up, and everyone's yeah. just people are so passionate about this. So, but it may not have been peanut butter because Aaron and I, we, and it all depends what you grew up with. Like Brad, you put your peanut butter in the cupboard because in your house growing up, the peanut butter was in the cupboard. Oh, so this the is same way with everybody else. This is a nature versus nurture thing, is it? Okay. Keep it in the cupboard. <laughs> I was just but like, in the peanut butter drawer. Not in my okay. suitcase to Cuba. Uh, and so here's, but then here's an instance with Aaron and I, uh, butter, just regular butter. Where did you mm-hmm. keep that growing up? Both. We had we uh, had half a, half a stick that would be on a plate in the cupboard that's soft, okay. ready to go. The other half, because you're not using it, is in the fridge waiting to be put on a plate. Absolutely. So same with us. Whereas Aaron growing up, always in the fridge. It was always in the fridge. And so there's been different things like that. Where, bread her whole life, just tore yeah. it apart. Oh, that's just breaking your heart, isn't it? The idea of not perfect toast. Uh, <laughs> but this idea. And so even with peanut butter, um, room temperature is critical. But I could see the benefit of it because when I make toast, I have to let my toast cool down before I put my peanut butter too on. melty. It gets too, too hot. Melty. This toast is too hot. Luke is just melty. freaked out. His whole body shifted when you said that. <laughs> It's so I would I'm on absolutely. the uh, I'm in the room temperature uh, camp in terms of practicality of 
you know, buttering your toast and everything. But I would say that a nice cold fridge peanut butter that you're going to like spoon eat, that would be decent. Spoony, yes. Not that I do it, but. I had two big spoons before we started this. <laughs> you Laying knew, down a base before the pepper. You, you knew that you lost, so let's let's get a little little That's layer funny. in there. So, what are uh, some other what are some other food <clears throat> items that are controversial of, so, to be fridged or not fridged? My, I I didn't know any different growing up, but my parents keep the ketchup in the cupboard, and it says right on it, "Refrigerate after opening." Oh my word! We keep, it in, we though, keep it in the, it in the fridge here. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. In the fridge. Uh, Josh Adams keeps chips in the freezer. That makes no okay. sense. There's no moisture that, that, in the chips, Josh. It's it's not impacting it whatsoever. He just likes the chips them cold. Are dried out. Uh, well, I think I've talked about this on the show before, but I'm real particular about food temperature, and uh, I love a good um, flakes like flakes of ham sandwich. Oh, I'm already <laughs> grossed out, Lucas. I know it's the only thing I eat with mayonnaise touching it. It's the only thing, Lucas. Uh, and, and, and this and then end this story with quarters, the outro. Cut in quarters, like a little kid would eat. Then oh, I separate man. them so there's airflow, and then I put it in the freezer. I only pull it out when it's cold all the way through. A little bit of frost on top means the the flakes are going to be cold as well. And if I'm real lucky, oh. I like to put some Cheez-Its in the if middle. I'm really and, lucky. Oh, man, so much work. All right. Almost a peculiar person. Okay. Let's, we got to. Oh, you all drive right. me crazy. So room, just... room temp or fridge? And let's end this tie. Room temperature. Let's, room temperature. It looks like room temperature has it, guys. Okay. Well, hey, here's, I haven't said my thing yet. Outro. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Here's no. the thing. Um, I'm I'm a firm believer in room temperature, but I would never t- say tell someone they couldn't put something in the fridge. Buy two things of peanut butter; you can both have it your way. If you want to be a monster who rips like poor toast to shreds so, every single yeah. time, okay. How far are you going to take this? Or their marriage? Because you need two things of peanut butter and two separate things of bread now. His and her bread. Why would you need two oh, that's bread? the other thing. Where do you keep your bread? Uh, we keep it in. We keep it. Uh, if we're not going to use it for a while, it goes in the freezer. If it's a if it's a uh, current, bread cupboard, yeah, cupboard. Uh, oh, see, all of our bread is always kept in the freezer. We never did that growing up. Hmm. We grew up with like four loaves of bread on the cupboard because it never went bad. It, we it ate wouldn't it last, so yeah. Right? <laughs> but no, all of our bread's kept in the freezer, and you got to toast it. Okay. Oh, so you're not a sandwich person then? No, uh, no, I guess not. Hey, Lucas, where can they follow yes. our podcast? Well, that's a great question. Uh, if you have thoughts on peanut butter storage or anything else, uh, you can follow our podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Uh, at Oxford Holy Club, throw up the hashtag OH Club on social medias. We would love it. Absolutely love it. If you left us a five-star uh, rating and we'll even read it on the air. And you can send your questions to us, whether it's a, a tiebreaker question, whether it's just an anonymous spiritual or biblical question. Uh, you can visit OxfordHolyClub.com and do that. Uh, you can browse our merch t-shirt. There's part of it. Still can't see it. Uh, and uh, the much more. And of course, we don't pay to advertise. So any growth that we have comes from you sharing us with others. Thank you very much. Thank you, everyone, for taking the evening to spend it with us. And as we say here at the Oxford Holy Club, until next time, keep spiritually fit and have and fun. Have fun.